After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought-After Entrepreneur Podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson. Hey, hey, Katherine here. I'm so glad you're tuning in. If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. I'm super stoked that you're here. If you've been around for a bit, you know I'm all about keeping it real with you, showing you all sides of entrepreneurship and life. I mean, it's all connected, right? And on this fine Thursday, as I sit in my home office in Canada, where I'm recording this podcast episode, I am reminded how grateful I am for the opportunity to be able to produce these shows weekly, to bring on guests and connect with guests from all over the world that can share their perspectives with you. But also when I'm even just sitting here solo and recording this episode like I am right now, that I get to connect with you at this capacity. And I'm just so grateful Every time I hear from any one of you, the breakthroughs, the ahas, the motivation, or even just the complete content or peace that comes from listening to this, like, okay, I'm not alone on this. Uh, She feels it too, or he feels it too, or they've been there too, and that this is totally normal that I'm feeling this way. Because I find that this entrepreneurial journey can feel very lonely sometimes, especially if you're in an, in an area or a network or a community that maybe isn't entrepreneurial or you don't have a lot of entrepreneurial friends and they're working a nine to five or your family doesn't get what you do. And so it can feel very lonely. And it's one of the reasons I created this podcast. It's one of the reasons why I do the work that I do, because I really do want to create a community uh, that can tune in weekly like you guys do and walk away feeling like, okay, I'm not so alone in this or she gets me. And so I'm just super grateful. And I just wanted to thank you all each and every week for tuning in. And we're coming up to a year here of having the show and there's going to be a big celebration around that in July. So definitely stay tuned. And as I look out my window, I'm also grateful as I look out my window, it's freaking sunny here today. It's been kind of gloomy where I am, like I said, in Canada, and uh, it isn't where I live. It's traditionally sunny, even though it might not always be warm. It could be minus 50 some days and minus or plus 30 some days. So yes, we have all of the extremes, but the sunshine is something that we get all year round, even in the depths of winter when it's freaking cold out. But like I said, it's been gloomy the last past couple weeks on and off. And so all that makes me want to do is curl up on the couch and crush Netflix. And I have been doing that a little bit, but it's sunny out there. So I'm super happy. And so are my little house plants that I'm that I'm growing. And anybody that knows me knows that uh, I couldn't keep a house plant alive if my life depended on it. But 
that has changed. I have found the balance between how much to water them and how much not to water them because I think I overwatered a lot of them all the time. I would go weeks without watering them. And so I felt like I needed to like dump a whole bucket in there to like, you know, give them water because they had been starved of water. So my house plants are thriving, which I absolutely love. So I might have to build, build up my collection. I don't know if any of you struggle with keeping house plants alive, but I'm just like super stoked that I've got one, two, three, four, five, six in my office and they're all thriving. So it's amazing. I'm also sipping on a very cold cup of coffee. I poured this baby at about 1030 this morning and it's 1230 and uh, it's cold. And oftentimes people think I'm crazy because it's like, how are you still sipping on that cold cup of coffee? But uh, whether it's cold or hot, I don't care. I love coffee. Anyways, let's dive in. Today, I'm really excited to talk about this topic on how to find the courage and the bravery to go against the grain in a world or society where, like I said, I feel like um, we're rewarded for following status quo. And we see this in all facets of our life and business, right? Um, And even as entrepreneurs, when we feel like, you know what, Catherine, I'm pushing the edges in my business. I feel like I'm constantly challenging my industry. I'm wanting to change things. I'm a creative thinker. I'm an independent thinker. There are areas in life and business where we might not necessarily be living up to our highest potential or showing up as the fullest expression of ourselves. And again, why I created this podcast, Be the Sought After Entrepreneur, because I really am on a mission to help entrepreneurs show up as the fullest expression of who they are in their business so that they can live that fulfilled life. So they can build a business that's sustainable because when we aren't showing up as the fullest expression of who we are, it isn't sustainable over time. We're going to feel that inner restlessness that like, ooh, is there more? Is there something different? I'm not quite loving this. It's not quite, you know, giving me that spark that I once had. So, I want to share with you some of the practical tips that I've implemented in my life and in my business so that I'm constantly open to challenging my current reality, challenging status quo, and not getting complacent necessarily in my business and in my life. And if you are a high achieving entrepreneur, you're going to get that, right? That we often don't sit long enough to even revel in in the moment. So this isn't about like constantly striving or chasing, but it's like being able to go, okay, you know what, I've done things this certain way, um, and it isn't really in alignment with me, or as you evolve and grow, it might no longer be in alignment with you. And you're going to have to maybe carve a different path or go against the grain, so to speak. And it takes bravery and courage, because most people follow that status quo, right, that we Uh, it's the same, same, right? You even see this with social media, the content that's fed to you or curated for your eyes is based on your patterns, right? It's based on what you're searching, what you're following, who your followers are, those sorts of things. And so what ends up happening is it's very curated to, to feed to you the same, same. We see this with social media trends, right? We see this with trending music and reels, If you want to get your content seen, you've got to create reels now. And then if you want to get it seen more, you've got to uh, produce it with trending music. Well, all that does is cultivate a an environment that's creating the same type of content with the same type of music just sort of rejigged a little bit, right? There's a lot of emulation or cookie cutter. And so 
my whole goal with this podcast, with the quiz I created, if you haven't um, taken the quiz yet, I highly recommend that you do. But if you haven't listened to the episode of why I created the quiz, it also was really this, was to help give people the permission to show up as their unique energy um, and the unique expression of who they are, regardless of what everyone else tells them that they should be or who they even think they believe they should be, right? And I caught myself when I released the quiz because it really is one of the most epic quizzes the interwebs have ever seen. And the results pages are like out of this world. There's so much depth and thoughtfulness there that I had one individual tell me how overwhelming it was. Like, sorry that it just was so overwhelming. There was too much content there. And my inner child was screaming because I am this big ball of energy. I'm a manifesting generator in human design, in the human design world, which means I've got this big expansive energy and a big shadow of mine is shrinking, shrinking in my own ability and shrinking in my potential because I don't want to be too much. And so even though we've had the most epic feedback from the quiz to date, that one comment had me going, huh, like, is it too much? Should I take some content away? Which is crazy because the content isn't meant for you to digest in one sitting. It really is a resource that you can revisit. And that's something that we've heard from a lot of people is like, you know, this isn't something I'm going to read today and completely digest. It's something I can revisit. And there's just so much there from like the types of customer experiences that you can create for your um audience and your clients to the social media platforms to be on for your business to really thrive. And what's interesting is a lot of people keep saying, oh man, like I've been doing, um, you know, Instagram daily and consistently, but it's actually against my energy. It's not really in alignment with who I am, but I felt like I needed to show up on social in order to build a thriving business. And so this quiz has really given people the permission to, to not, to go against the grain, to carve their own path. So how do we do that? And how do we find the courage to really do that in a world that rewards same, same cookie cutter, one size fits all? Well, one of the things that I've been practicing and and one of the things I often tell my clients to do is, is to disassociate from the, the same type of people in your industry, right? So unfollow all of the people that are doing similar things to you. So, and why this is important is because when social media feeds you all of the same content, that's all you're seeing and your perspective becomes very laser focused or tunnel vision, so to speak, not laser focused, but tunnel vision. It becomes very tunnel visioned on that industry. And before you know it, you start to be like a chameleon in that space. You start to emulate maybe without even knowing it. You start replicating without even knowing it, right? Um, and you start to copy what people are doing because you're like, oh, J- Joe or Jilly built this really successful business and created this offer and delivered it in this way and markets in this way. And so it worked for Jilly or Joe or whoever. And so I'm going to do something similar. And so when you're surrounded and being constantly digesting the same type of content, it's really hard to to come up with any sort of creative solutions, right? It, it's hard for you to like 
see any other way of doing things. So I often tell people, literally unfollow everybody in your industry. Or if you don't want to unfollow them, just mute them. But I I tend to unfollow, right? And go and find accounts or businesses or something or people that offer a different perspective, maybe a more creative perspective. So I often will go and follow like musicians or artists or um, handmade artists or or potters or writers or something that, you know, writers that are writing about not topics on business or marketing or sales or any of those sorts of things, but like different perspectives so that I am digesting different thoughts and ideas. Because when we are consuming the same amount of the same type of things, we we naturally will become a chameleon to that. We'll naturally not broaden our perspective. And so it's like, how do we go against the grain and find the courage to do that is first by digesting or watching what we consume. What type of content are we consuming? How much of it are we consuming it? Is it the same replicated content over and over, right? Or is there other perspectives out there, other people that are challenging or pushing the boundaries? Are there other people that can shift my perspective or get me to look at things a different way? That for me is the very first thing that I do is like, how can I surround myself on social media um, and the content that I'm taking in, even books, right? So oftentimes I hear entrepreneurs say, well, Catherine, all I read is business and personal development. I'm like, go read a fantasy novel or go read like something else. If you love to read, like broaden your perspective, broaden what you're digesting, broaden what you take in, right? It's the same with media. If you're watching the news and you're watching a particular channel, it's going to have its bias. It's going to have a perspective that it wants to share a message, right? It's going to be a narrative that they're they're selling you on. And if you want to broaden that perspective, you've got to digest a variety of different perspectives, right? Um, And a variety of different narratives. So that's the first thing is what type of content are you digesting? And how can you broaden that perspective? If you want to find the courage and the bravery to go against the grain, because what you're going to see is a bunch of different people with a bunch of different perspectives coming and sharing that openly, right? Yes, they have their own, you know, uh, ways and narratives of what they want to share. But when we can see people fully expressing who they are in their own right, even if they aren't in agreement with what it is, um, then, then, you know, it, it, it gives us the motivation and courage to do it. Some of the accounts that have really helped me, um, Africa Brooke is amazing. She talks all about self-censorship and communication. She's brilliant. Mark Groves, he's a relationship guy, right? And I'm in a committed relationship. So it's not like I'm looking for, you know, a new date or anything like that. But, um, but he, he, he has this very, uh, unique way and perspective of, and, and really challenges critical thinking, independent thinking. And so he is somebody amazing to follow. Those are two accounts that I that I highly recommend. But like I said, if you're constantly digesting uh, personal development or business related stuff, I highly recommend if you want to get that creative thinking going or even um, imagination and creativity like and you like to read or you um, want to listen to podcasts, right? It's like, can you go listen to a podcast that's that completely in left field compared to business development? and personal development and all of that, because that's going to give you a a different perspective, a more creative way to look at things, that sort of thing. 
The other thing is, 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 um, you know, to be magnetic, uh, Lacey Phillips, she calls them expanders. One of the things I often look for in my vicinity or my realm or whatever is expanders, people that are going to expand my worldview, expand the way that I think about things who are not just like-minded. We often hear like surround yourself with like-minded people, which is awesome. It's super great. It's wonderful. Right. But like-minded creates more like-minded, right? So it's like, how do I surround myself with people that are expanders? And to me, expanders are people that are going to challenge the way that I view the world, challenge the way that I view business, and are going to help me expand that consciousness, that level of thinking, right? And they're often not like-minded. They're people that think very differently to me. They're, they're, you know, they're operating in a very different way. Those are the people for me that are expanders. So I often look for those people. I often look and go, okay, who can I, you know, who who is a good person that I could connect with or collaborate with? And again, one of the reasons why I created this podcast was to bring on people that have a variety of different perspectives that can challenge the way that we do things. And I just had a pitch recently, one of the most brilliant pitches, uh, podcast pitches from an individual, and I'm having him on the show, and I can't wait to have him on. And one of the things he said was like, I really love your episodes X, Y, and Z, but I think that I can actually offer a different perspective. And that's what I'm looking for whenever somebody wants to come on the show is like, how can you one, add to the conversation, but also uh, give a different perspective to it so that people can broaden their scope, their horizon, can look at things differently, because that is where true innovation comes, right? True innovation does not come from following status quo and following and cookie cutter content and cookie cutter copy and cookie cutter marketing tactics. It doesn't come from that. Innovation comes from challenging what we're doing to critically look at the industry you're in, where how you're working, how you're operating, how you're delivering your programs, how you're delivering your products, and how to really improve them. People like uh, Dyson didn't you know sit in his house and go, hmm, how can I create a cookie cutter vacuum cleaner? No, he was like, I want to create a vacuum cleaner that's substantially different than anything that's on the market, right? Though that's innovation. So this is another thing that I often recommend is one, look for those expanders, people that are going to challenge your set of code. This is where it's uncomfortable, right? This is where it can get really uncomfortable because if you are in a place of rigidity within your thinking and your beliefs, it can be uncomfortable to be in a room and have a conversation with somebody or be at an event or whatever where they're challenging who you are where they're challenging your beliefs, right? Where those are those are expanders. Those are people that are going to do that, but it can be very very challenging and triggering, right? But it will help you develop that courage and that bravery to go, "Huh, okay, I can do something different in my business or you know, create different content. The other thing that I'm going to to say is, you know, it's again, it's the consumption of your content, but then it's also the people that you surround yourself with. Like-minded people are great, but really look for those expanders. And and the third thing that I'm going to say is is um one of the biggest things for me is is actually tuning out um a lot of the things that I'm digesting, right? So it's like yes, it's really important to take in, to learn, to be with expanders, to have people broaden your perspectives and all those sorts of things, but then there's also the one really key piece is tuning into yourself, right? Is to actually take time to tune into who you are. And that requires you being in silence, being, giving yourself the space to step off the hamster wheel of the do, 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 
and to actually just pause and to think about what is it that you actually truly want? What do you actually want to bring to this world? What impact do you want to create? As a high achiever, overachiever, entrepreneurs, it's hard for us to slow down sometimes. It's hard for us to pause and go, huh, you know, like, can I take a moment in silence and just actually really think about it? Because here's the thing. The reason why it's hard to challenge status quo sometimes is because we get into this one track way of being, which is do, 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 hustle, you know, and and our, our schedules are so full that we don't even have an opportunity to allow insight or intuitive hits or inspiration or motivation to come through because we are constantly consuming, we're constantly surrounding ourselves with people, we're digesting content, right? The overconsumption of information is rampant, right? Is how much can I take in? How much can I learn? How much can I implement? How much can I, you know, execute that strategy? How many people can I attract? How many sales can I make, right? It's it's always doing. It's what can I do to achieve X result? And that's brilliant. I'm not saying not to strive and not to have goals, but if you truly want to go against the grain and challenge status quo and really make an impact in the industry and be an innovator and a disruptor and a trailblazer, it requires you to slow down in some capacity and sit in the the silence and in the, you know, nuances of your day. And this is one of the most challenging for high achievers, overachievers is to actually sit with themselves long enough to allow their mind to stop thinking, to be not doing anything and and not feel guilty that they're not being productive, right? So going against the grain takes a lot of courage and bravery because it's it's literally doing things that you're not typically doing, right? It's it's challenging the way in which you're being right now in this moment, right? Is is and that slowness, those pauses, the quiet, the not doing is so hard. Um, and I really struggled with it. I'm going to be honest. These are like the three things that I've really committed to doing in the last year. Um, the slowness and the slowing down and the space in my day where I actually feel comfortable and not guilty is being the, the one that has taken me the longest, like unfollowing people and reading different things and picking up different material and looking for expanders and surrounding myself with expanders and being open-minded enough to be in those spaces um, and to sit with the discomfort of my triggers of like, uh, I don't really agree with that, but I'm willing to listen to what you have to say. Um, those are okay. Um, they take time and they do take work for sure. But it was this sitting in silence and allowing myself to just be has been one of the hardest. And so, but it is so potent uh, if you want to really challenge the status quo and not a lot of people want to do that. Right. So not, it's not for everybody. Some people are like, you know what, Catherine, I'm running my business. Super cool. I'm not here to like make any like earth shattering changes in the world or whatever. And that's totally cool. That's absolutely cool. If, if that's how you, how you want to be true, like amazing. But if you're wanting to disrupt, if you're wanting to be an innovator and most of the entrepreneurs, I know that's what they want, right? They want to have do meaningful work and they want to create 
meaningful impact. And in order to create meaningful work to impact, you have to be willing to go against the grain and challenge the status quo. And so those are the three sort of practical tips. And they're, they're practical. I'm not going to say they're simple because they're not. They do take some patience and some, some, you know, moments of frustration for sure, especially when you're being expanded into other areas and and different perspectives. Like I said, there can be a lot of triggering moments like, I don't really like that, or I'm going to shut down around this for right now, but just give me the space to come back to it, right? That that can truly happen. Um, And so, but it's so worthwhile if, like I said, if you want to be a trailblazer and a disruptor and you want to change things for the better, right? You want to help people uh, in a more fulfilling and impactful way. These are three really practical tips, but they're not things that a lot of people talk about because oftentimes it's like buy this business book or buy this personal development book or enroll in this program that's literally same same right and and not because the person running it is is like copying what people are doing but it's like when you're taking business course after business course after business course to grow your business it's all relatively somewhat the same topics right but what if you plunked yourself in a think tank in Silicon Valley, let's just say, um, learning about like tech innovators or uh, smarter ways to operate or whatever it is, right? Like if you're, if you're constantly surrounding yourself in business programs and business courses, um, you know, you're gonna, it's, it's, it's all relatively similar type of things that people are talking about, right? Marketing is marketing, sales is sales, right? And so it's like, how do I, if I really want to innovate, like maybe it's going to a retreat or signing up for a program that's completely out of left field. That's like, oh man, doesn't even feel like, um, doesn't even feel like it's, 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 for your business, right? So I recently just uh, signed up for a biohacking conference in Beverly Hills in September. And um, I signed up for it. And I was like, in the moment, I'm like, you know, this isn't a business conference. Like, is it, how is this going to help my business? But it's like, it's something so completely different to any event that I've ever gone to, right? Most of the events and conferences that I've gone to are business related to some degree, and this particular one is biohacking. It's all around health and consciousness and, you know, living and being a better human. And as you know, like if if I'm not thriving and you're not thriving in your business, your business isn't going to thrive. But um, I also see it as a really good opportunity to put myself in a really uncomfortable situation in a room of people that are like not necessarily people that I normally mingle with, right? Like really forward thinkers, independent thinkers, like doctors, like there, it's not rooms that I'm typically in. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it because I feel really called to do it. Um, I also really love a lot of the speakers that are there. Um, and I know of them in the health space, but I'm, but by no means have I ever been in a room like that. And so that's what I'm talking about is like, how can you broaden your perspective, put yourself in situations that might feel really freaking uncomfortable. Um, and the uncomfortableness comes from like, I'm, I'm really comfortable in my business world and I'm really comfortable going to business conferences and talking about business. But now you want me to sit in a room where we're talking about health and, and mind and there's neuroscientists there and all these things that are like 
outside of my realm, that's an uncomfortable feeling, right? And so it's finding the courage and the bravery to even do that, even though it's scary. And that's one example of something I'm doing this year, where I'm literally putting myself in a room of people I I would not normally be around, but I see them as expanders. And I see them as expanders because they, they, think differently than me. They've got different perspectives than me. They talk about different things than I am comfortable talking about or being around or whatever. And so that's the way in which if you really want to carve your own path, but also find the courage and bravery to go against the grain is, is to do the uncomfortable things of really expanding the way in which you look at the world and your business. And that's going to require you to put yourself in rooms and spaces and digest content. That's maybe something that you don't agree with or something that you've never thought about or things that are going to trigger the shit out of you because you're like, I don't, I don't agree with that. And you might not agree with it in the moment, you might come around and shift your perspective, or you might just never agree with it. But the beauty of that is one, to coexist in a world and an environment where we can have differing of opinions and different thoughts and and still live in a respectful way and not hate on each other of a right or wrong, or I'm on this side or that side, right? That's the world I would love to live in. That's the world I, I hope to live in, because I feel like that gives us the permission to show up as the fullest expression of who we are without needing to shrink, right? Like I was needing to shrink because I thought my quiz was too much for people or feeling like I can't be the big expansive energy because people won't be able to handle it, right? Or I can't really say that because that's going to offend somebody or piss somebody off. And that to me is is the thing that's actually going to help you stand out. It's the thing that's going to help your business elevate. It's the impact or the deeper impact you're going to be able to have with your audience, which is what we all want as entrepreneurs, right? We want to create impact. We want to do good work and, and have meaningful work. And in order to do that and to really stand out, we've got to be the fullest expression of who we are. And in order to be the fullest expression of who we are, we've got to have the courage and bravery to go against the grain, in a world that rewards following status quo. And if you want to do that, those are three really practical tips uh, that you can do. And if you're thinking you want to get really bold, I highly suggest you take a peruse on the interwebs or the world and you look around or you ask in networks of like, or you think about, mm, I'd really love to go to a conference in this regard, um, but it's like so left field to what I even do. How am I going to benefit from it? Because that was the question I had with a biohacking conference. I was like, how is this going to benefit my business, right? And it was like, it's not really business focused or business related, but it totally will impact me because the it's different information that I'm digesting. And I could have a massive epiphany there and some really cool, innovative idea. Who knows? We don't know, right? So, you know, again, if you want to be really bold, it's like what event or conference or experience can you do this year that's completely going to broaden or expand uh, your thinking and your consciousness and the level in which that you're operating. And that's going to require putting yourself in rooms that people um, think differently than you. And that, like I said, is a beautiful thing when we can coexist in a world where so you know, people have different opinions than we do, and they think differently, and they express themselves differently, and they show up differently. And it's okay, right? It's okay that, you know, there's people walking around with bright pink hair and uh, big 
boots, army boots on, and then there's others that want to wear flip-flops, or there's people that, you know, want to express themselves in written form or verbal form in a certain way. And, and it might not be, you know, swearing, right? That's a big one I often hear with entrepreneurs is like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm swearing. Is that okay? It's like, you know, the day that we, ha- we, ha- we can stop apologizing for who we truly are, that we can show up on a Zoom meeting and our hair can be completely all over the freaking place and we don't need to apologize for it, right? How many times do you catch yourself apologizing? I'm really sorry I'm not put together today or I'm really sorry my shirt's a mess or I'm really sorry that um, I just swore. I'm really sorry that I said it this way. I don't mean to be rude, you know, where a world where we can stop apologizing for who we truly are is a world that I want to live in and be part of. And that's the change I want to help see. And that's why I started this podcast. That's why I um, am doing what I'm doing. And I encourage you guys to do the same. So I wanted to share those three practical tips with you so that you can start to find the bravery, the courage to go against the grain, uh, because that is what's what I'm really all about. And and I hope that, you know, I want to empower you and give you the permission to do the same and to be the fullest expression of yourself. So now on to episode number 50. And I am super stoked for this episode. It is going to be a solo episode. Yes, with yours truly. And we're going to dive into the power of story and how to infuse story into your content and copy in a way that adds personality, that humanizes your brand, that, you know, creates something very different, a very different experience that can't be emulated or replicated. We spent this last 30 minutes chatting about how to go against the grain, how to really challenge the status quo, how to be the fullest expression of who you are. And we're going to take it one step further. And I'm going to share with you how to infuse that story into your brand so that you can even be more that fuller expression of yourself. And this doesn't just mean sharing parts of who you are, your life, anecdotes of your life, you know, whether you're married with two kids or anything like that. Yes, those are important because it shows the face behind the business, but how to interlace story into every piece of content and copy that you produce for your business, whether you're a product-based business or a service-based business, an online coach, a consultant, no matter what type of business you are, how to interlace and infuse your content and copy with story and not necessarily your life story, right? Oftentimes when we think, okay, I've got to share my story. Um, I've got to put more storytelling into my content copy. That means I have to share more of my life and what I'm up to and all of those sorts of things. And that's not 100% accurate or true. Um, Yes, we want to do that, but I'm going to actually show you also how to infuse story into your content so that it reflects parts of your personality, even if you're not telling a story about your life, right? Because there's a multiple different ways to tell a story. Just think about movies that are produced or books that are written, right? Not every book that's written is written about the person that wrote the book, the author, and it's telling their life story. No, they've created a story maybe about a fictional character, right? And so we want to take those elements of a really good book or the elements of a really good movie that keep us on the edge of our seat, that keep us wanting to read or watch or listen to, we want to infuse that into our content and copy so that one, 
We can humanize it, add personality to it, add a bit of flair. We can express ourselves even more with the language that we would use when having a conversation with our besties out for drinks or whatever it might be. Uh, it's patio weather here, by the way. I took a bit of a break after the uh, front end of this podcast was recorded. Yes, I record in segments. Um, I lost track of time as I was recording it and I was due to be at the gym with my personal trainer. So I rushed off to do that, show up at the personal at my gym with my personal trainer and get a quick workout in. And I stepped outside and seriously, I think it's like plus 17 out there, which is amazing. This is the weather I've been waiting for. And it was funny because they cracked a joke saying that, you know, when we walked in, there's three people that work out with me, one of them being my bestie. And she wasn't there. And as we walked in, my personal trainer was like, we assumed you were uh, sitting on a patio somewhere having a beer because that's our thing. We love to have bevies on the patio. We love to sip beer poolside, so to speak. I know that sounds cliche, but honestly, we love hot vacations. We love patio weather. We love being outside in the sunshine and a nice cold beer on a hot summer day is like so amazing. So I am recording this separately. And so it's interesting because I wanted to come back and and record this last little bit here for you. But I wanted to really showcase the essence of storytelling and how to infuse that and how to, you know, bring that into your business front and center so that other people can't duplicate it. People can't duplicate your story. It would be like somebody going out and completely emulating what JK Rowling did with Harry Potter. I mean, it's just not possible, right? It's like she published those books and those are original, you know, content, right? Because it's her unique story that she's sharing, even though it's not a story about her life. It's a story about wizards and witches and magical things, which is amazing. I love Harry Potter. So, That is going to be episode number 50, and you're going to want to tune into that because it's building off of this episode that we just uh, chatted about for the last 30 minutes about really being the fullest expression of who you are and how to really bring that out in your brand. And one way to do that um, amongst the three practical ways I shared with you to, to broaden your perspective and widen that perspective is also infusing what you do with story. Um, really good elements of storytelling can really help uh, your audience feel connected to you um, and keep reading, listening, and watching your content. So, uh, Subscribe to the show so that you don't miss when that episode drops next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at Creatively Owned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self. 